Mic check, mic check. On my Sabbath walk with the homie, Devante, and we're getting our, our oatmeal in. Uh, I'm doing a coffee. What you drinking? I'm drinking hot water. He's drinking hot water because that's what champions drink. Hot water. hot water and lemon. We're supposed to get some lemon. But the reason why I eat all this oatmeal is because it reminds me of my grandpapa, Lola Benito Mari, who was a boxer mm-hmm. before he came, became a pastor. I, I kid you not. Um, that was a story about him. Before he entered into the ministry, he was um, a rising star in the Golden Gloves in the Philippines. Just like everybody's story, that was his story. Maybe, maybe I have some desire to also be a fighter, but uh, I'm scared to get punched in the face. But I want to fight. So, good morning. Mic check, mic check. I'm going to have my oatmeal, uh, and then we're going to walk back down. And I'll check at you guys when I get back to church. Welcome to the Queer Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in. And keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts. Okay, so this is a real mic check. Um, um, good morning. Happy Tuesday morning. I didn't get to record my walking with my chopsticks. <laughs> People think that my fighting sticks, uh, my screamer sticks are chopsticks. Or they thought they were drumsticks. Yeah. First observation, pay very close attention. If you want to, you don't have to. But um, listen very closely. Observe very closely. That's that's like my new trick. I want to learn how to be more present, so I have to listen a little bit more closely. I have to um, look a little bit more closely and start making those observations. Okay, so today we are in the Acts 9. You guys ready to get up in that that Biblia? I think um, Saul turns into Paul in this episode. All right, still in the one-year Bible, Acts 9, 1 through 25. And we're reading, remembering that Acts is the blueprint for how we're supposed to be doing church. So I'm going to pay very close attention. I'm going to observe uh, the cool things that is happening in Acts 9. All right, and I'm reading. Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. Killer! So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way mm, he found there. So he said, all right, big chiefs, give me official letters. So he was a politician of sorts. He was clout chaser. He knew how to uh, talk to the right people to get them to approve his mission. 
man, this guy's lethal. He's a lethal guy, this Saul. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. Man, this guy's lethal. As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, mm? So, okay, a little bit before we go into his, 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 his walk to Damascus. What can we observe about Saul? He was connected to the church people. He got, uh, he connected to, requested letters so he could get their cooperation. So he talked to the big bosses and he says, I'm going to go gather up all these people, all these followers of the way, and I'm going to bring them back in chains. So I'm pretty sure he carried a sword. Uh, Maybe, I don't know what it looked like back then. I'm sure he had soldiers and guards. I maybe one of you show me what a picture of Saul and his maybe they look like 300. Maybe. That's Bible times, right? I don't know if they were like Spartan lookalikes, but that had to be the going style in those days. Anyway, so maybe Saul had a group of people, a bunch of soldiers, and he was planning on bringing people back in chains. Literal chains okay reading up as he was approaching damascus um, on this mission a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him saul saul why are you persecuting me all right so he's recollecting his encounter with um with a light from heaven saul asks who are you lord And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you're persecuting. Excuse me. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless. For they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink so for three days i mean i would be wilded out um if i saw a bright light and i heard the voice of jesus speaking to to me he remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink now there was a believer in damascus named ananias the lord spoke to him in a vision calling ananias Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said, go over to Straight Street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he could see again. Uh, Ananias. (laughs) Okay. So what is this? In a prayer? So... I don't, but Lord exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem, and he is authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings, as well as to the people of Israel, and I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. Oh, man. When you're called of God, and when you have a chosen, when you are his chosen instrument to bring his good news to places, I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. 
So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might re again regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days, and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue, saying he is indeed the Son of God. Well, okay, so what happened between there to there? We'll figure it out. I mean, okay, what happened between there to there? He gets a miraculous healing because God said so. He got up and was baptized. That was probably an experience. Um, and then afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. Mm. So that's a process. We, we forget that, there, there, you know, you have to call people. You have to go to the water. You have to eat, prepare food. You have to regain your strength. Okay, it's a process. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days, and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue, saying, He is indeed the Son of God. All who heard him were amazed. Isn't this the man who caused such devastations among Jesus' followers in Jerusalem? Isn't this the guy that's supposed to kill us? They asked, And didn't he come here to arrest them and take them in chains to the leading priests? Saul's preaching became more and more powerful. Wow. I wonder how preaching becomes more and more powerful. Hmm. And the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. After a while, some of the Jews plotted to kill him. They were watching for him day and night at the city gates so that they could murder him. Man. Being a disciple of Jesus is no joke, people. But Saul was told about their plot. So during the night, some of the other believers lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. And then it stops there. Oh, phew. This is intense. Um, did I make any observations? Any? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's chat about some observations. So a couple of things that I highlighted was these phrases. Instantly, something like scales fell off. And immediately he began preaching. So it's like we read those very superficially like, oh, immediately, right away. But reading them in context, um, how does it feel like, like scales fell from um, Saul's eyes and who he regained his sight? So scales of like a fish or like um, that's what I'm imagining scales fell from Saul's eyes like bloop, 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 bloop. you know no that doesn't make sense um, well have you ever okay here's a here's a this just popped in my head have you ever been to the eye doctor and then they're flipping like this one or this one this one or this one and it gradually becomes clearer I'm thinking maybe that's what it was like. It was like, oh, you go from super blurry, so like nothing darkness. And then And then the doctor is able to dial you into the right size. I know because I have glasses. So I could imagine that you go from dark scene, some scene dark to some blurry light. And then all of a sudden it dials itself in. 
So yeah, that's how probably he regained the sight, but miraculously through Ananias. And Ananias um, went there and he did that act. And then he got up and was baptized. So the first thing he did once he regained his sight is he got baptized. Um, that's super cool. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. So if you need food for strength, food is for strength. Anyways, and then the next part is immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogue. And he, the, the, the cool part is Saul's preaching became more and more powerful. I'm not going to jump into the part where like all of a sudden he starts getting attacked and killed by people because that's epic. But the part where I like is he, his preaching became more and more powerful. How do you think, I'm wondering in my head, how preaching becomes more and more powerful? How does your talking become more and more powerful? So that's what's on my mind. Um, I'm very interested in following along this story about how Saul turns into Paul and writes most of the New Testament. So this was his conversion story. And it's documented for the whole world to see. Uh, very muchos importante, this Paul used to be Saul. Um, maybe uh, I'll read some more uh, factoids and more history lessons on the road to Damascus story. But this would be good to know in your guys' life. Um, how are you? Um, I hope that you are doing fun things for the summer so get at me chat with me text me uh hit me up on instagram or on snapchat or on tiktok or text me let's facetime i miss you guys super much and i hope you're uh, reading the bible and praying every day that is the goal okay basic Welcome to the Queen Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in, and keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts.